It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it is GK Money. Father's Day is here. Get that something unique, like his favorite bottle of liquor. Turn into a custom candle, cut and polished. Afterburn will be a keepsake. Go to customcandleco.com or call 914-218-8357. A memory you'll never forget. That is a classic. Very good. Right. So light them up. And all of a sudden, hey, went off and just disappeared off in the sky. Did not move here for UFOs, you know. All right. It is another Friday night, and you know the deal. If it's a Friday night, you want to be hanging out inside Uncle Ted's shed. I'm right where I want to be. Count me in. Me too. Count me in. Episode 27, unbelievable, and we've got an amazing show for you, as we always do. We will not let you down. I'm Greg T, sitting right directly in front of me. It is the one, the only. GK Money. Hello, America. And, of course, the man with the name on the shed. For if it was not his name, well, then what the hell would we call this? It is... Uncle Ted. Chairman of the board. And that, of course, is how we start off another Friday night, episode 27 of Uncle Ted's Shed. If you want to reach out to us, you can. Email us at UncleTedCigarShed at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at Uncle Ted's Shed. And, of course, on Twitter at Uncle Ted's Shed. All right, guys. And, of course, we do have a sponsor tonight. Hey, listen, Father's Day is right around the corner, June the 20th. GK Money, expecting anything good for Father's Day? Nothing. <laughs> Boy. Uncle Ted, expect anything good for Father's Day? I I do. Yeah, really? Yeah, being surrounded with family. Oh, very nice. See? If you want to get somebody uh, something for Father's Day, look no further than uh, Custom Candle Co. They are a uh, lead sponsor here on the Uncle Ted Shed. Reach out to Marcy Manfredonia. Hit them up at uh, customcandleco.com. I'm telling you right now, they've got some incredible things, especially, listen, I don't know what uh, your father likes to drink. Maybe he likes a bottle of whiskey. You know, I know around here we like Glenfiddich. I know that we like uh, Beach Badge Vodka. You know, sometimes we like Asbury. Park stuff, so you know what? We can take one of our empty bottles, put them together, send them over to Marcy. She cuts them up, becomes candle, and then man, what a crazy good, nice gift that is! Pick out your father's favorite bottle and uh, bring it over to uh, Custom Candle Co. and they can stuff it, put some wax in it, make it a candle. Pretty cool. Great. All right, so onward and upward. So, guys, like I said, we always do. We have a great show planned for you. Uh, we also have a visitor in the shed today. Yeah. yeah who's here? Our cousin, Mike, my cousin. My cousin Lauren is here with us today. Welcome, Lauren. Lauren, thank welcome. Thank you, thank you. Now, what do we uh, owe the honor? Why are you, you? Sometimes it's cousin Kevin hanging out. Now it's cousin Lauren. So, Lauren, what do we owe the honor? Why are you here with us on a Friday night? Shouldn't you be out dating somebody? It should be. We're still looking. Ah, we're still looking. You know what? Early is that on, plural <laughs> or singular? Early on in, in our earlier episodes, we had uh, Lauren was here, and she was our bartender, and then she also was uh, a host for us during some of our games, one of our game shows, right? Yeah. And we we put Lauren on the spot. We're like, Lauren, what are you looking for in a guy? And she says, somebody preferably that makes about a half a million a year, right? Is that right? Right. Has that changed? I did not say that. I did yeah, not I think GK that. actually said that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I'd look for a guy a half a million a year. I'll. Right. I'll take that. What, what, 
tea, you would take it. Oh, what? my God. And a, uh, you know what? In a heartbeat, right? Listen, if I, I would divorce Trish for a guy that makes half a million dollars a year. Yeah, so we're on the same I'd page. All, I'd be all about it. Uncle Ted, is his standards are a little lower. He'll <laughs> 100000 for Uncle Ted if you're a guy single. Oh. Oh, hello. Reach out to Uncle Ted. The way I look at it, why do you need a half a million dollars? Listen, if you can email us right now, if you want to take Lauren out, you can email us at UncleTedCigarShit at gmail.com. Maybe that'll uh, make provoke you to uh, email us. Or hit us up on Twitter at UncleTedShed, and we'll make sure that Lauren gets those messages. Yep. And, uh, you know, we will, of course, we're like her fathers here. Correct. So we, we will we'll clear it. We'll make sure that you're okay. I plan on doing an interview. Right. We're, yeah. You know, we'll have you here on the shed. In order to take Lauren out, we will do an interview with you, a background check. Right. Yep. And we'll find out all the ins and outs about you, and we'll right. find out whether or not it's okay for you to take Lauren out on a date. Correct. And as an added bonus, yeah. Greg T will be the Uber driver. Oh my God. I, you know what? I like that. I, you, uh, you, you trust me, right, Lauren? I trust you. Yes, Just you know put what? your seatbelts on, folks. <laughs> You know, so since you're offering uh, uh, yeah. tea services for that, yeah. Yeah. I think tea should also pay for their first, de- uh, first the date. Out of here. You know what, Uncle Ted? You know what? No. I agree. All in favor, say aye. 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 All, All opposed? All opposed. The eyes have it. Oh tea, your shot. <laughs> Bring your wallet and credit card. That's great. Right. Lauren, go out and whatever you want to do. <laughs> well, Lauren, sit back, relax, and enjoy our show. We've got a great show planned. You're really in for a good night. I'm not kidding. Because, Uncle Ted, I'd like you to do the honors. I am such a schlub when it comes to, you know, running down uh, the, the logistics of who our guests are. I can't even pronounce some of the things about the guests for tonight. What did he just say? I don't know. Some gibberish. I can't understand him. But I think you do it so eloquently, so maybe you could tell the audience who's going to be on tonight. So at one time or another, all of us have looked up at the stars and asked ourselves, is there life? Is there life out there? Is there life mm. out GK there? GK Money, is there life out there? I am still searching for it. <laughs> okay. So tonight we have a very special guest, a respected astrophysicist who will be talking with us about the possible close encounter right. with a space object called Oumuamua. <laughs> Maybe he'll try to, he'll help us out how to pronounce it. Here's the thing, you know, um, recent news uh, has come out that all of these unidentified flying objects that some of our military men and women have uh, seen during some of their some of their operations, these F-18s been flying out there and they've been seeing them and they've been taking some pictures and they've been telling us about these unidentified flying objects that they're seeing. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. There's a whole fleet of them. Oh my gosh. The wind's 120 knots to the west. I don't think that is on us, dude. But if there's a thing, it's rotating. Now, back to our program. And we've all, of course, you know, we've come up with our own uh, ideas of what it is. Is it a spy? Bond. James Bond. Uh, or is it really a UFO? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the recent findings just came out to Congress and the government was still wishy-washy. They weren't ruling it out that it could be a UFO, but they weren't saying definitively that it is a UFO. So I did a little digging. I called a friend of a friend of a friend mm-hmm. and I reached out to this guy that I know and uh, he said, uh, yeah, I got this guy. You can check him out. I don't know if he's going to do your podcast because he's a pretty iconic kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. So th- this is what I got from. His name is Avi Loeb. Okay, now he is a science professor at Harvard. Like I've mm. never in my life ever been to Harvard, uh, so I, I'm already nervous. He's a theoretical physicist who works on 
astrophysics and cosmology. Cosmology. You know what I like about this? What does that mean? You're having a hard time pronouncing. What does does. that mean? (laughs) What does it mean? You're right. I have no. I have no clue. No clue. (laughs) Keep reading. Right. I have no clue. Astrophysics and cosmology. Uh, He also is the professor of science at Harvard University. Uh, He has the. He's the longest serving chair of Harvard's Department of Astronomy. Dude, that is a lot right there. He's the founding director of Harvard's Black Hole Initiative and director of the Institute for Theory and Computation. Guys, that's way above my yeah. pay scale. I can't even pronounce it. This, this, is, what I think, it. this is what I'm hoping for. Yes. That he's not actually listening to this introduction <laughs> and he backs out of this. Thing. Oh my god. Ah. Well, hence why I there was no way that I was going to introduce this guy. There is no way in hell we defer to Uncle Ted, who's chairman. much more chairman of the board, yep. who's much more polished right. than we are. Okay. Absolutely. So when it for comes sure. time to introduce him, he'll do the honors. Uh, I'll, I'll try. Okay. I'll, it'll be easy to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, you see the abuse I'm taking here? Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's get on with it. This is episode 27. We really hope that you guys enjoy it, and we are going to get to the bottom of really, is there life outside of Earth? Earth person. Earth person. Oh. Earth person. And is there real UFOs? Earth. Earth. Yep, 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 yep. Earth, Earth, Earth. I can't wait to get into it. So tonight's episode dedicated to UFOs. But it's not outer space here. We are inside Uncle Ted's shed. And now we're going inside the cigar lounge. Uncle Ted, take it away. Thank you. Hey, I got a special surprise for you guys. So in an effort to stay with today's podcast, I bought some special cigars that are featured in a science fiction movie called Independence Day. We celebrate our Independence Day. Mm, so you remember wait. you remember that final scene yes. with Will Smith, yes. yeah. right, and Jeff uh, Goldblum? Of course I do. Right, where yeah. they're smoking that victory cigar. Ooh, yes, I yeah. remember that one. So I looked it up. That's a Bering Imperial cigar. Shut up. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. That's right. And did you get them from Tony? Tony! Tony! <laughs> At the lighthouse? Actually, I did. All right. All right. Thank you. So I want to give them each, uh, each one. One to each of you guys. Thank you, Uncle Ted. Thank you, Uncle Ted. That's Very great. Nice. That's Very great. nice. So let me describe before our listening audience. It's and, a f- and you know, usually I don't smoke anything else other than my Ligas. Well, wait, wait till you hear about this cigar. But it's for free. If it's free, it's for me. GK always said, if it's for free, give me three. So. <laughs> or four or five. I'm not, I'm not proud. <laughs> All right, so this is a small Corona. It's yes. uh, five and a quarter inches by 42 on the ring size. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it comes in a sealed aluminum tube to keep the flavor and humidity intact. I like mm. that. That's very nice. So, and I, you know what? I just opened it up, and it is pretty fresh. Super fresh. Right? Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> so it's made of tobaccos from Honduras, Mexico, and Dominican Republic, which combined to create a complex yet mellow cigar. Well, right. listen, Uncle Ted, I do say thank you very much for these uh, these alien UFO cigars. This is very cool for tonight. All right. I was happy to, to find that, that they actually referenced what the name of that cigar was in that movie. So right. that's, that's why I do research. <laughs> he loves and his research. And stay tuned for next week. We might have an alien smoking these cigars with us. How cool would that be? Oh, yeah, really alien. God. How do we know there isn't one? How do we know there isn't one in the room right now in some other state that we don't know? Well, that's a question. That's a question we could ask Avi Loeb when we uh, talk to him. I I don't know. I mean, are there aliens around us that we don't even know about? And smoking cigars. (laughs) And alien smoking cigars. Or maybe they're too small to smoke cigars and are inhaling our smoke from our cigars. See, we put stuff together. This is real life stuff, what we talk about. Well, you know what T said when my daughter came in? She said there's a spider. 
spider hanging near you. There was. So how do you know it's a spider? That's what might be an alien Lauren, did you think it was a spider or was it an alien? Possibly an alien. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. All right, well, listen, the one thing that we didn't do, Uncle Ted, is we didn't discuss what movie we're going to watch tonight. We just jumped right into the uh, cigar lounge. <laughs> so I think we got to figure out what movie we're watching tonight as well. So I, I think you're right, but I think most of the time you ask us yeah. what movie we're we watching. GK, okay. I'd like you to ask that question okay. of, of T. <laughs> T? Yes. What movie are we watching? And no arguments between you and your uncle. Okay? That's that's. All right. Fair All enough. Right. So here's the thing. You know, um, we're used to seeing alien movies, right? Like, um, you know, the, the, the real movies that, of Alien. Have you seen the, the with Sigourney Weaver, the real movies of Alien? You've yeah. seen those? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, right. So they, and they're scary, and the thing's got, it's like foaming at the mouth, and it looks like half an alligator, half a monster, right? And not all mm-hmm. aliens are like that. Right, they're not. Did exactly. you know Superman's an alien? Superman is an alien? That's what? correct. Wait, why is Superman an alien? Well, the planet that he was on was going to be destroyed. Right. So his mother and father put him in a capsule, and they shot him out into space, and oh he landed God. on the planet Earth. I think Uncle Ted rides a UFO. <laughs> so, I think he's in that spaceship. He, there could be something there, though. I mean, I yeah. never really gave him much thought that Superman is an alien. Let's ask Avi. We right. should ask him. And so, is, and so is Thor. First of all, if you dare ask this Harvard professor if <laughs> Superman is an alien, dude, he will hang up on us immediately, and we will never get another interview ever. All right, so you know what? So I won't ask that question. No, we're not no. asking we're gonna, that. We're going to ask GK to ask that question. <laughs> no. I, I will. I'll, no, I'll ask him. No. I, if you ask him that question, I swear I'm editing it out. You are not asking him if Superman okay, is Okay, let's an take alien. a vote. Do we want to have it in or not? All in favor, say aye. 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 All opposed? Nay. <laughs> All opposed? No way. We're not asking voted again. I'm tell- God, just ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, you will not hear that question being asked to Avi Loeb <laughs> later on. Okay, so what I did, let me go back to the movie. Right, so here's what I did. So I, I figured out in, in my mind, I, I said, you know, so many of these alien movies are, they, they give us what this alien looks like, you know, and sometimes right. it's green, it's got a big head, like Close Encounters of the First Kind or, you know, so many of these movies. But the one movie that I have seen, and I don't mind watching it again, is called Arrival. And it stars uh, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker, and so many other incredible actors. The reason why I like Arrival is because they depict an alien not in a human form. They depict an alien in a gas form. Thrills, spills, chills, and kills. This is why we go to the movies. have landed around the world. This is one of 12. I'm never going to be able to speak their words. Priority one. What do they want? Where are they from? So what do they look like? You'll see soon enough. It's time. What happens now? They arrive. Got two days. Figure something out. I am human. It's their language. Think about that. Think about what we think we know of aliens that we've seen in comic books. Right. And now forget about all that. This is an alien of a gas form. And in this movie, the only way that this alien can start a conversation is it it pushes out gases, right, in the air, and they trap this gas, and it makes a symbol. And their symbols, they turn them around into the English language. So, like, maybe, like, two circles means hello. Or, like, a circle with a space in it means 
what is your name? And I always thought that that was so incredible of a way to think about aliens that we don't really know what's out there in outer space. We right. don't know what, what an alien really is. No so, idea. So I, I rethought the question. Yeah. I don't think we ask him about Superman or Thor. <laughs> yeah. I think we ask him, what does he think? Does he ever heard about this movie Ooh, and what yeah. his thoughts are on it? Listen, a, a man great. like this has got to be doing some research as well. I do know that the government talks to him. So if the president of the White House can talk to him, maybe then movie companies have called him as well. Uncle okay. Ted podcast could certainly talk to him. <laughs> and why? We're he, right up there with the White House. That's right. And let's think about that, GK. Yeah, why we are. He's this guy. I hope he understands. He's coming out to the Uncle Ted shed. This is a man that the presidents of the United States reach out to for his his knowledge about UFOs. You know and what? he wants to be in the shed. And he wants to be in the shed because he thinks that we're equal to, if not almost equal to, Dude. the President of the United States. <laughs> you're right. Oh, Ted, you're right. right. Great well, thinking. Seriously, Great let me tell thinking. you something. This guy does not know what he's in for. I feel bad for him because this will be a blemish on his resume for the rest of his life. No, no. It is. He will never forget <laughs> this us. This is going right, right to the top on his resume. <laughs> And he's going to talk to the White House about us. Right. All right, so we're choosing a rival. I thank you guys very much. I will rent it. No problem. I will take it on mine. It's three ninety nine. I'll rent it. So uh, the, the arrival movie is what we're going to watch, and uh, we move on. So any more information about the uh, Uncle Ted Cigar Lounge? Anything else you want to talk well, about? Well, a little bit more. Yeah, please. So I've been smoking now for this for a couple of minutes. Yes. I find that it's a very easy draw. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the mild flavor, too, and I okay. can't beat the price. Okay. No, you yeah. can't beat the price. Oh, yeah. oh, money. I, I can't beat the price for free. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was horrible, I can't beat the price. What are your thoughts? It's super fresh. Yes. Cigar comes in the aluminum tube, mm. and it is great. You know why? Number one, you bought it, and it's for free. You cheap bastard. But it is a great cigar. Thank you, Uncle Ted. All right. So now, uh, we and Will Smith have something in common. Yes, we do. Because they smoked it in uh, Independence Day. They did. Yeah. The there final scene there. Yep. But but did Will Smith smoke this exact one? Let's uh, call him Will yeah. Smith and see what he smoked. Next week. Well, I, first we call the president, and then we get we got to get our priority in order. No, you're right. You're After right, we Uncle have Ted. Avi Lobon, I mean, now everybody's going to come knock on our door. We can get anybody now. We might even have aliens and UFOs landed in uh, yeah. in Manalapan, maybe. <laughs> Or Jackson, you never know. You could be. You could be determined. Okay, listen. All right, let's start. One. I want to ask you guys one question. Hold on a second. I want to ask you a question. Lauren, do you believe in UFOs and aliens for real? Do you? I think there has to be something out there. I don't know what it is. Okay. But there has to. We can't be the only things out in space. Thank you, Lauren. Now, there you go. Lauren believes that there's something else out there. I don't think it's necessarily what's portrayed in the movies. I don't think there's some, some long gangly thing. Oh, so you believe what I just said? I think there has to, I'd find it hard to believe that us humans are the only things in the entire, I think there's something, I don't know what, but there has to be something else. You know what? Why don't we why don't we hear from our listening audience? Why don't they write us an email? Oh, yeah. where should they write us to? You know what, guys? That's a good point, Uncle Ted. If you have you know some real thoughts about aliens and UFOs, email us at Uncle Ted Cigar Shed at gmail.com. We'll read your email next week, or hit us up on Instagram at Uncle Ted Shed or on Twitter at Uncle Ted Shed. Fair enough. We should definitely yeah. ask our audience whether or not they think that there really is alien life forms out there. Back to Uncle Ted's Cigar Lounge. All right, so now, this concludes our session here in the lounge. Well, very good. I'm very good timing because I see our hotline is ringing and uh, it must yeah. be uh, professor at Harvard, Avi Loeb. And again, guys, like do it. not ask him whether like or not Su like Superman is an alien. Like okay. We're going to ask, ask him about this movie. Like well, okay. We'll ask yeah. him about the movie arrival. Uh, let me answer the phone right now. 
Hello. Hi. Hi, is this Avi Loeb? Speaking. Hey, Avi, how you doing? This is Greg T. I appreciate you uh, doing this for us. Thank you for having me. All right, so, Professor, uh, my Uncle Ted uh, is in the shed, obviously, because it's, it's Uncle Ted's shed podcast. And also, uh, my other buddy, GK, is with us. So it's the three of us uh, sitting inside the shed right now. And um, I'm going to allow my uncle to do this uh, a really nice introduction uh, that he uh, made for you. And then uh, we're going to go right from there, if that's okay with you. Sounds great. Thank you. And you can call me Avi. Okay. All right. So, Uncle Ted, without any further ado. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a special guest. Avi Loeb is a respected astrophysicist, former chair of Harvard's astronomy department, and a published author. In his new book, which is on the New York Times best-selling list entitled Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth. Welcome to Uncle Ted Shed, Dr. Loeb. Thanks for having me. So, Avi, when it comes to alien life forms and UFO... I am a believer that there is other life forms out out there in space somewhere. I, I don't know where, but somewhere there is. Now, GK is sitting to the left of me, and uh, GK, you said to me earlier, you're not so sure. Is that I'm, correct? I'm not a believer. My Uncle Ted is kind of 50-50 on the fence with it, right? Yeah, I say uh, jury's still out for me. So, Avi, we're going to turn to you as, as the professional here. Tell us about what you found and, you know, where you sit on this. So, um, the science, the good thing, the good news about science is that it's based on uh, evidence, not on uh, belief. So, uh, very often we don't have enough evidence, we don't have enough clues, so then, uh, you know, we can uh, decide what uh, we might guess uh, is happening out there. But uh, in, the, in, in what we learned over the past uh, uh, decade or so is that there are plenty of planets, tens of billions of planets, just in the Milky Way galaxy, which uh, looks just like the Earth. You know, they have the same surface temperature. And in principle, they can have life on them. Now, of course, a lot of people prefer to believe that we are special and unique and there is nothing like us. But to me, it reminds me of my daughters. You know, when they were young, they tended to think that they're the smartest, that they are the center of the world. Right. There is nobody like them. And, and then they went to the kindergarten and met other kids. And if I were to ask them, they would say they, would, they prefer to stay at home because then they can maintain their illusion that they are so important, unique and special. But um, the reality is that they matured from knowing uh, of other kids, uh, some of which are smarter than they are. So our civilization will mature once we find evidence for others. That's one thing I learned from studying the sky, you know, that you know, we are born into this world like actors put on a stage. And the first thing you see is the stage is huge. The universe is huge. And, and the play has been going on for much, you know, 13.8 billion years, much more than our lifetime. So we are definitely not the main actors and we should be modest. You know, in the recent days, uh, the our own U.S. government has come out with their findings and it says they're a little bit, uh, they're, they're not saying that, yes, there is UFOs. And they're not saying, no, there's not UFOs. And they're also saying that there are classified documents that they're not even allowing us to know about. Why do you think that the U.S. government is kind of wishy-washy about the proof that there could be life forms out there? It, it, it's very simple because um, what um, they have are a report from the military, uh, either pilots or Navy uh, military personnel. And uh, the reports are about the objects that uh, were seen and, and detected with instruments that um, are unexplained, that they don't know what they are. And, and of course, the first thing to think about is the uh, national security. You know, these could be 
objects developed by the Russians or the Chinese. And, and uh, because of that, uh, much of this uh, data is classified. So the first question is whether other nations are spying on us. But then, uh, of course, there is another issue here, which is if we were to reveal exactly what we know about these objects, it might say something about you know, the, the equipment that we are using to uh, alert ourselves. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and of course, that is classified as well. And, and as a result, the government doesn't release uh, the full data. But uh, if you listen to uh, politicians, you know, they are highly respected uh, former officials, uh, including uh, uh, former President Barack Obama, uh, former CIA director, uh, John Woolsey uh, and others, and they say that they believe the objects are real. And then the only question is whether they will produce, were produced by humans. Avi, what do you believe? Well, I think it's pretty easy to figure out whether they came from Russia or China because we can, uh, first of all, we can spy on those nations. We can see if they have technologies that are far more advanced than, than ours. I, I'm pretty much sure that the intelligence community knows whether such objects can be produced uh, in, in foreign countries. If we believe the objects are real and we believe also that they cannot be produced by other nations, then the only possibility remaining on the table is it's not from here. Right, right. So in your new right. book, you outline a theory that our solar system was visited by an advanced technology created by a distant alien civilization. Yeah. Can you tell us more about your book and your theory? To me, the most important question is not so much are we alone. I, I believe that uh, that there were technological civilizations even before us. Mm -hmm. uh, the real question is, are we the smartest kid on the block? And if we are not the smartest kid on the block, we can learn from them. We can do better. In my book, um, uh, discussing mostly an object that was discovered in 2017. It was the first object from outside the solar system. At first, astronomers thought, oh, this must be just like the rock. But then it looked very weird as it was spinning around, tumbling uh, every eight hours. And the amount of light uh, that it reflected from the sun changed uh, by a factor of 10. It had a very uh, extreme shape, uh, like a flat shape. And then it was pushed away from the sun by an additional force. In addition to the force of gravity mm -hmm. acting on it, there was something pushing it. The only way to explain it was by reflecting sunlight. In order for the sunlight to push it, it had to be very thin. Sort of like a sail on a boat, except not being pushed by, by the wind but being pushed by reflecting light. Avi, uh, this is GK. How fast was it going? So so we um, inferred that it came from outside the solar system because it was move, moving too fast, much faster than all the objects in the solar system. Okay. Um, and, the, right. and this object was a threat. Basically, the sun bumped into it, and the only one in 500 stars, Oumuamua, this object was. Uh, you know, it had so many weird properties. And uh, I suggested that it was maybe artificially made. It was manufactured by another civilization. And, and of course, um, you know, a lot of scientists uh, 
pushed back and, and said, no, it can't be the case. Avi, why is that? Why are they pushing back so hard? I feel as if our own government is sending all kinds of, you know, modules to Mars, and now they're talking about trying to go to Venus. It's almost like they want the United States citizens to focus on Mars and Venus. Like, look over here. Let's not look over there. But we want to look over there, and we are seeing that there is something else over there. So, Avi, why are they always pushing back? They don't want us to think that there is another life form. Are they lying to us? Is the government lying to us? I don't think it's the government. I think um, uh, there is this general idea that, you know, that it's crazy to talk about the extraterrestrial intelligence, especially if talking about equipment that is uh, near us. But that is just problem uh, with the general perception that people have. I find it inappropriate. I think we should be guided by evidence. If there is something unusual, like uh, Oumuamua, this object that was discovered in 2017, uh, you know, we should look for more objects of the same type. Right. And so there should be more objects of this type. And I think we should do it with our eyes open rather than have a prejudice and say, no, it's always wrong. The government is responding to this perception that, you know, it's crazy to talk about such things and people are worried about talking about such things. But I think we should be guided by evidence and be brave, whatever the evidence tells us. Avi, are there pictures of Omu Al... How do you pronounce it? Omu Amu? Omu Amu. That's an excellent question because, uh, you, know, you know, they say that a picture is worth a thousand words. Right. In my case, a picture is worth... 66,000 words, the number of words in my book. I wouldn't need to write the book if we had a photograph. But we couldn't take a photograph of Oumuamua because um, it was too far away and our telescopes were not able to resolve it. It looked like a point of light. So among your peers and people that you uh, are with, what do you believe or what would you tell our audience about these extraterrestrial life and, and objects and everything else? I mean, look how we handled COVID and look how we're dealing with uh, regular, you know, social issues. Do we as humans even, can we comprehend the fact that there could be other life forms? Is that the reason why the government doesn't tell us the truth? In layman's yeah, terms, so I, layman terms to the average By the way, audience, um, I should say is that, um, you know, if there are other civilizations that are smarter than we are, that are more advanced than we are, you know, all you need to, to consider is the, a civilization that is older than we are, you know, because we are developing technologies. Just imagine us. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A thousand years from now, it's quite possible that we, we don't fully understand how they behave or how, what kind of equipment they uh, they are sending out. We can't really easily understand it. But my belief, yes, I think that we, we are not, we are not, um, we are not unique and special. I think that uh, there were many like us uh, before. The only way to find wonderful things is to be open. 
yeah, we're discovering them. Hey, I got to ask you a question. So, you know, recently in the last couple of weeks and maybe months, our government's been showing and our pilots have been showing UFOs flying near our military bases and so. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always looking at this. And by the way, my, my background is mechanical engineering. But I'm looking at all these photos that they're sharing by the government, and they're always blurry. And I... I'm wondering, don't we have one good camera in this country? Come on. You know, <laughs> we have beautiful close-up photos of every planet in our system, but we can't take a clear photo of a stationary object over a military base. That's a good point. No, that, that's ex- an excellent point. But I would say that probably we haven't seen most of the data, you see, because they probably have much higher quality uh, photos and, and data that they will never show us because then it will reveal what kind of equipment they're using in the military. You know, I think that this, instead of arguing about uh, what these UFOs are, we should just get more data and and then make it open to the public and figure it out. Avi, in your findings, um, you know, there is the mystery surrounding Area 51. Now, I'm just curious, uh, with all of the books that you've written and all the research that you've done, do you have something in yourself? Do you believe that there could be an alien or a UFO actually there at Area 51? No, I don't. I don't have the information. I don't know what the government uh, knows. Uh, the, you know, the information was never released. My suspicion is that the, you know the government always leaks. The, there is no way for it to keep a secret for so long. So my suspicion is that, no, it, it, there is nothing really there. Uh, but on the other hand, if you, if you look at the, what the Pentagon report is supposed to bring, uh, you know, that, that's based on uh, more recent uh, data that uh, was collected uh, by, by pilots that you know, didn't have any agenda. They just saw something unusual. Uh, that I tend to believe more. And, and there the question is really, what are these objects? And I think the first thing to clear up is whether China or Russia could have made them. Yeah. Hey, Avi, well, planet Earth is home to some spectacular relics from bygone eras, constructions that seem to defy technological capabilities of their time, either because they're too big, too heavy, too complex. You know, some suggest that ancient builders of Easter Island monolithic statues of Nazca Line, the Egyptian pyramids, and other things were, help, were created with the help of alien technology or aliens themselves. Have you, do you have any thoughts on the idea of ancient aliens helping us build these relics? When you speak to archaeologists, they tell you that it was possible for humans to, to make these things. And uh, if we were to find uh, an elect- some electronic equipment, you know, buried in a pyramid, then of course we know something unusual must have happened. But right. just the construction itself, you might, I mean, ar- archaeologists have ideas for how they move uh, the stones and so forth. So I, you know, the, the evidence is not clear cut uh, and, and, and is not convincing. There's a movie called Arrived, and I don't know if you've ever seen that movie before. Have you ever seen the movie Arrived? Arrival. Yes. In fact, uh, the producer of that movie uh, had a Zoom uh, call with me uh, a month ago, and because he really enjoyed my book and. Uh, I told him I enjoyed your movie before you enjoy my book, and I actually admired that movie. I, right. I, I, I thought that. Yeah, because it's a this, beautiful. In that movie, Arrival, it doesn't depict aliens as being what we've seen in cartoons, like green or gray, right. with long arms and how many fingers, and if they even call them fingers. In Arrival, the alien is a gas. And it does these, it makes these symbols in order to speak to us in our language, you know, to try to make, make a 
conversation happen. Avi, are, are aliens the way we've seen them in movies, or are they more like Arrival? I think they're more like Arrival. I think that, um, you know, when you go to meet a person, you often uh, can imagine the person has eyes and nose and ears, just like right. you have, because you share the same genetic heritage. You, Your ancestry is similar. But when you meet life from another planet that had no contact with Earth, it could have developed very differently. So I think uh, the creatures would be shocking to us. So anything we find from a different world, I think, would be really something we've never seen and never imagined. I, I, I do think that the search for life is the most exciting question that, that we can address uh, in science. And I think the public is extremely interested in it and the public funds science. So I very much hope to bring it to the mainstream uh, with the two books, the Exoterrestrial that I published uh, a few months ago and with the new book that is coming out, uh, Life in the Cosmos, that will come out uh, in a month. And um, you can find uh, uh, not only links to the books, but also uh, the Scientific American articles that I write every week. Uh, on my website uh, at Harvard, or you can go to Scientific American. So I have a lot of uh, commentaries on things related to what we discussed. Well, thank you very much, Avi. You know, this has been uh, quite the experience here uh, for the guys here inside Uncle Ted's Shed. And uh, I, I really do hope that our audience understand the gravity of having an iconic person such as yourself, a living legend, uh, on our podcast tonight. This has been beyond special. It really has. Uh, your insight and your knowledge and your research is simply amazing. And I know that the United States government, that they, that they uh, you know, look at you as someone that they trust uh so i just want to say thank you very much you didn't you didn't have to do this and you really did us a huge favor uh by being a part of our podcast tonight thank you thanks for inviting me i had a great time thank you that was unbelievable thank and you what, what, and what did you just say gk about you know for us you know being in here always being jovial what was that like having that kind of an interview t i never seen us so serious and our heads just down to the to our notebooks and just thinking every sentence he said yeah we were just absorbing it and there was no jokes no nothing no interrupting it was it was just great i hope the audience really does come away with uh, this was such a different interview and like you you're right i mean you know uh from the people that that put me in contact with him they actually said to me in an email we hope you understand you know who you're interviewing uh tonight and uh you know enjoy the interview but just understand that this man is iconic to 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 such research out there. Uncle Genius. Ted? Yeah, and I think it was incredible when he talked about Uma Uma and talking about that we may have already had a brush with an alien civilization. Yeah. yeah. I know that, you know, so he has some critics that have a different opinion of it. Yeah. But I agree right. with him. I think we got to get the data, you know, investigate what the results are and come to a firm conclusion. But, you know, again, seeing is believing and it's great to talk to a genius like Avi yeah. and to enlighten us and we're all like... Wow. I wanted him to give us more of a yes-no answer, and he didn't want to do that. No. He always referred to science and research constantly. You know, and obviously we all know who he is and, and you know, why he, he acts that way. Uh, but I, I was hoping for him just to come on out and say it. You know, for me, 
I'm not afraid to, but maybe that's you know the kind of guy I am. I'm I'm a little bit more of a conspiracy theorist. Right. You know, I do believe that the United States government knows a lot more than we all know. I think uh, that the United States government is hiding a lot more than they let on. We all agree. And I think there is a lot of stuff going on at Area 51 that we'll never know about. Right. And uh, I even think that you know the one question I I asked them and I was trying to get it all out there is that I think that the way that we handled COVID and how we're dealing with social issues right now, I don't think that we can as a human race understand the gravity, the severity of, of really, you know, a different life form. We've right. seen it in movies, but we, but if it was right in front of us, we couldn't deal with that. All we, all we know to do is how to get our kids to soccer practice, dance practice, gymnastics practice, and, and can we open up our swimming pools in the summer? And science is right. science is not coming to play to any of that. That's right. And all of a sudden, now our government's going to tell us, okay, there's aliens and there's real uh, extraterrestrials out there, and we're going to have some, some, some spaceship land in, like, Central Park? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Come on now, you know I think some, I think some crazy. issues I have with COVID is so much mixed message, so many mixed messages. Yeah, from the medical right. community to scientists. Coronavirus. You know, in the beginning they said you know don't wear masks because they're bad for you. Then right. they wear masks. Right. Yeah, they talked about the WHO. There's you know I don't want to get into the politics of all. No, that. no, I understand. Right. But no, you're right. There seems to be something just not doesn't ring true to me. You are fake news. You are fake news. Correct. So and I think when Avi was also talking about uh, you know answering your questions yes or no. He's, he's a scientist. He's a pure scientist. So he's going to say, yes, only if there's conclusive evidence. Mm -hmm. he, he may have come close to say, based on the evidence I have, there's a low probability or higher. He didn't get into that. He's right. not going to give you 100% a yes answer. Not unless that. he has conclusive evidence. I thought you were going to get him when you start talking about some of those, you yeah. know, iconic things that have been built. You know, when you started getting into maybe the pyramids, and you were like, you know, and that was great. Right? right? He even said he goes, "Well, researchers have found that right. there's ways that they could build those uh, pyramids." Right. right. But yet we've we've sat there and said, "Oh, nope, they're built like they're built from aliens." Yeah. So I think some of the shows that we may have been watching either on History or Discovery Channel, where mm -hmm. they have. Uh, their so-called experts come yeah. on and describe part of it is showbiz, right? Of it's, course, yep. it's entertainment. Yeah. So they may be stretching it in one direction or another. But when you when you look at some of these uh, lines that are drawn in the in, in the sand or in the desert, right? And and you look at it, you and I might say, it was, well, why, why would they do it unless somebody was looking at it from outer space?" Correct. So I guess this is where the conspiracy theories come in, and people don't understand why things were built or why they lasted as long or how they oh, could have right. built the pyramid. There was a question, though, that you did want to ask, and I, and I saw it on your paper, uh, but you didn't get a chance to ask it. Um, it was something about, uh, you know, us being humans on Earth and the sun. Have we been here before? Is that is that what... I don't know exactly what your question was. What was it, Uncle Ted? Yeah, so uh, years ago, I was watching uh, some of these stations about, you know, aliens and such, and I, I can't remember who the investigator was at that time, but he said is that humans were are not originally from this planet yeah and i guess the interviewer say well why is that he says well if we were origin if we originate on this planet we'd already be accustomed to our climate and for example he went on to say so if we were here why would we be getting sunburned we'd already be part of you know the right the, the climate and Interesting. the system correct it has me thinking now okay speaking to a guy of his caliber to books and yeah. the research and the science and the guy is a true genius it has me thinking um, am I a hundred percent sold? No. So you're still not. No, but it has me thinking. There is research and science out there that could prove us all wrong, like you said with the government and Uncle Ted asking about the the questions with the yeah. aliens and the extraterrestrials and stuff like that. Area fifty one. You're right. He did not give us a hundred percent yes or no answer, but he says there is evidence. Yeah. Seeing is believing. 
And he's right. It is weird to talk about extraterrestrials and ET. And, right. You know, it does right. sound silly, you know, and, and a lot of politicians don't want to get into it because it seems funny. Okay. Well, that is ridiculous. You know? But, you know, I got to say, I never seen us in the 20, well, 27th yeah. episode, us so serious. It was crazy. And you know what? I love it because it was different. <laughs> and we were like, there was yeah. no jokes. It wasn't no. Billy from Rockaway. It Billy? Who the fuck is Billy? It wasn't the cat yeah. sound. It wasn't Uncle Ted, you know, clanging his glass. I mean, it was in depth. The guy's and a I professor was, from Harvard. I'm, there's no way. I, I don't even own a, a t-shirt from Harvard. I was in, in tune, man. I blocked off everything and I just listened and absorbed everything that man said. But I think that we handled it really well. This guy is not some normal, regular guy off the street even though he said, oh, I really am. I was born on a farm. Not even close. This guy is a bona fide, you know, 100%. He's a, you know, professor at super Harvard genius. University. Super genius. His name is an answer on Jeopardy. Did you see the video? I Ted saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, One of the videos on his website is, is his I name I as an that. answer on Jeopardy. Wow. I mean, come on. The United States government talks to this guy. I mean, he spent time here in the shed. It's a big deal. So, T, you're saying that, like, Uncle Ted's name is not on Jeopardy? Wait, 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 it's wait, wait. never going to be. Yet, yet. I, I, I want to phone a friend. Are you serious? Uncle no. Ted's name? No. Hey, you know what? You know, one thing happened, guys. We still have not even caught up with each other. You know, last time we met, we did uh, episode 26, which was the review on our, uh, we celebrated 25 episodes. That was a great podcast. And now it's been that two was. weeks since we've been together. It was a yeah. great podcast. So it's time for us to actually, you know, find Find out how our week was. Who wants to start? Uh, uh, GK, why don't you go first? GK, oh, money, perfect, you're up. Perfect. You know, a lot of things happened, but yeah. one memorable thing was I had to have my driveway redone. Oh. So I called, got some estimates. One guy, I called him at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and says, listen, I'm right around the corner. It gave me a price, which was great. And it did my driveway. And Within he came it, that the afternoon? Same day? What, what, what? With the same day, That's one o'clock, my driver was paved everything by six o'clock. No way. Yes way. That's unheard of. Then he made the mistake, not a mistake, but he left the steamroller there. Did ah, the he leave the keys with it? And he left the keys. Oh, baby, why didn't you we pull us? We saw that, and that's when and, we posted that up at Uncle Ted's shed. That, that was posted. Yeah. That was not, great. That was do great. Do not video. leave equipment in front of GK Money's house <laughs> because I know how to run it. Yes. Steamroller rides. It was. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's just great. Did the kids love it? Did they get on the steamroller? They absolutely loved it. It's a comic delight and fun for the whole family. That was my uh, that oh, was that my was highlight. That's and, cool. Um, I, I got it done. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed that he was able to call somebody at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And by 6 o'clock, the guy was there and he was paving his driveway. It's all about who you know. What I noticed with uh, Ashfall guys, if they're in the area... They'll go. They'll make the quick buck. And wow. if that asphalt plant is open, they'll come by. They'll do your driveway. And I got a great price. And I'm like, just do it. <laughs> Did I you do a good job for real? 
Great job. Yeah, yep. like, and yep. I know how picky you are. We know, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, I don't no, no, you're right. This house is immaculate. It is. You're, it's immaculate. You're right. right. The guy did a great job. I was out there. I told him I wanted three and a half at least into Asheville. No problem. And he did it. Guy was great. Really? Hey, ask him for his great. business card. So he wants to, if he wants to advertise on <laughs> uh, You know what? We will. <laughs> We're hitting him up. We need more sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, yep. And everybody get the driveway done. That's right. right. Reasonable price. And we, take, and we take a 10% commission. Referral fee, right? All right. Who's up next around the shed? Why don't we go with you, T? With me? Let's hear it. All right. So um, let's see. My week or my two weeks off. Uh, honestly, when we don't do a podcast, I don't have to edit anything. So I have a lot more time to myself. And it was nice. You know, for the first time, because I've, I've been doing a lot of uh, DIY projects at the house, I actually took a couple of days off. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. And I sat back and I reflected on, you know, just like what I really wanted to accomplish for the next couple of weeks or whatever in this in the summertime. And, and I thought about it that I don't, I don't relax enough. I know that you guys are going to joke and say, oh, come on, you know, you take naps during the day. But listen, when you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to do the show and everything, and then on top of it, you got kid stuff and family stuff, and then you're redoing the house, there's really not a lot of time to sit back and relax and kind of enjoy things. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I, I, have you ever sat back and reflected about upon yourself and, and said, what do you want to do differently within the next couple of weeks or something? Like, like realized what I want to do with my life. One of the things I did think about was, I'd like to go back to the gym. I'm Hans. I'm Dime France. And we want to pop you up. You know, mm-hmm. I've been sitting around smoking some cigars so often that I haven't gone to the gym very often, you know? Mm-hmm. My body stay vicious. Stop me up in the gym just working on my fitness. So I, I want to do that. I'm I, surprised to hear he hasn't been to the gym. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, with COVID and everything, and then I stopped. Right. But also, I used to run a lot, you know? And I, used to, I, yeah. I, did, I did several New York City marathons, and I have not run in quite some time. And I sat and said, you know what, Uncle Ted, you're a bad influence on me. Because I'm over here, well, I'm always here watching movies, having cigars, and I'm not doing any running. Yeah, and I caught you in a, in a cigar shed having a cigar all by yourself once. I was in a pool. <laughs> I do like this place. Yeah. So yeah. I, I decided that I, I want to start running again. I want to do all of that. Okay. So I went and I told Trish, Trish, I want to go to the gym and I want to start running. She turned around and said... <laughs> Listen, Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> let's, let's You're too far off. gone, right. T. Yeah. She's going to take another nap. Right, yeah. just, you've gained a lot of weight during the pandemic. Hi, it's and um, so I think that um, this week was a coming to Jesus moment for me where I decided to reflect on where I'm at and where I want to be. So that's what I did this whole entire week. I, I, did I do more house chores? Sure. So what yeah. goals do you have? What, what goal have you come up with? So yeah, my, my goal is, like, I used to love going to the gym on Saturday morning. I used to be at the gym at you 9 a.m. Yep. I was. I yep. love the gym. Being yep. there by 9 a.m., they had the music blast, and there was classes energized. going on. It was energized, right? Yeah. And, and I've been spending so much time here inside the shed on a Friday night so late, I don't get up early and go to the gym on Saturday mornings anymore. I sleep in. So I'm not saying that I don't want to you know, stay here late at night because I love the Uncle Ted shed, right. but I want to go back to the gym. I do. So that's one right. of my things I'm going to try. <laughs> Secondly, running. I can't run marathons like I used to run. I just can't. We're all getting older. We are getting older. And our legs hurt, our knees hurt, sciatica, whatever. Oh, my God, listen to us. Right. But I do want to run again. So I think I'm going to start out slowly again, doing a little run, walk, run, walk, run, walk, and I think it'll be healthy for me. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, it'll be good. I think yeah. you should do a little run, walk, nap. <laughs> run, Nap, walk, walk, nap. Uncle Teddy does that to the refrigerator. <laughs> so he runs through the refrigerator, back to the bed. He eats, takes a nap, back to the refrigerator. He does about six, seven miles a day inside. So he does a couple of those reps? Inside, you know, yes. I swear so, to God. So, T, are you talking going outside or inside to the refrigerator? 
<laughs> Let's clarify that for the listeners. Right. Well, he may be going to your refrigerator one time. Oh we'll drive God. to our house. I got a refrigerator yeah. in the garage. You're right. 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 I got to shut my garage. You could, well, dr- you could drive his car there, right finished? up to the garage door, and then real. walk out. Oh, well, excuse me. And then I also, um, I had to install a, uh, a fan in my daughter's bathroom, right? A ventilation right. fan. A ventilation fan. Mm. And so it's a two-story house, so I had to go upstairs into the attic. Oh, boy. You don't tell me you do more electrical work. I am doing oh, more electrical boy. work. <laughs> but, do you have the fire department on alert? I, I should have. But do you know how hot it is inside your attic right about now? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. It's got to be 200 freaking degrees in that attic. You want to lose weight, sit up there for an hour. <laughs> yeah, why don't you run up there? Seriously, that is yeah. unbelievable. Like, to try to move yourself around and, like, get over, you know, get crawl over the, the insulation, over the, 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 uh, the, the wooden beams. Yeah. Dude, I was sweating profusely. I had sweat in my sneakers. I had sweat in my socks. I had sweat everywhere. Oh, that is disgusting. I mean, I was out of breath. It was so hot up there. I, what an idiot I was. You know, if you're going to do anything up in the attic, you got to do it in the winter and the fall. Why would yeah. you do it in the summertime? Big, I think I heard stay. Trish say, hey, kids, I think daddy's dying. Let's stay away. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. And you know what? I got to add, and I, I told her I'd never say it, but I have to because T is my man. Uh, she asked me about, does T have an insurance policy? <laughs> yeah. right, right. She was worried about that before he took another step. Back you know, up in that attic. Well, she actually raised the uh, the number on that. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. it's finished. It's unbelievable. Enough about me. You know what? Is this on? Is this thing on? I defer to Uncle Ted. I don't want to get railed at anymore. Uncle Ted, how was your week? Overall, I had a pretty good week. Yeah, tell us all about it. Well, I'd rather tell you about something else. I have mm. a question for you guys. Have you ever <laughs> seen people parking in a handicapped spot that you know they weren't handicapped? Ooh. All the time. And right. It- Pisses so, me off. Yeah, so I was in I was in Shoprite parking lot a few days ago and saw a man and a woman arguing over a parking spot in the handicap really? spot. Apparently, the woman parked in the handicap spot and had no sticker on the car. This guy apparently was walking by, and I was near them. He observed her coming out of Shoprite. Apparently, she felt that she could park there because she had a child, and all hell broke loose. Really? Yeah. All right. So my question to you is: Have you ever parked in a handicap spot? Hmm. Very interesting. And did anyone say anything to you about that? GK. I will never park in a handicapped spot. Mm-hmm. I am Good. very respectful of people that cannot, that are less fortunate or cannot get to the store or anything else. I will never park in a handicapped spot. Never. You're a good man. How about you, T? Okay, so I know that you guys want you guys are waiting for me to say I park in handicapped spots. Yeah. Why? But I'm gonna say, but I don't. I really okay. don't. Um you know what? I gotta this is the one thing. I, I really wish that we can get a, a police second. officer a, on with us for liar, this. Liar, liar, pants on fire. I don't park in handicapped well, spots. Well, I, I know a time when uh, my daughter Lauren was playing soccer in Manalapin. Wait for it. Wait for it. And you came to see her. I mean, he holds on to the story, Lauren, forever. No, but you this said you was, never parked in a handicap spot. I was an 18-year-old punk. What did I know? What yeah, did yeah. I care? It's now your duty to sit down and try and separate the facts from the fancy. Sir, listen to what you're saying. If there's a reasonable doubt in your minds as to the guilt of the accused... Think about what you're saying. Then you must bring me a verdict of not guilty. How could you? If, however, there's no reasonable doubt, then you must, in good conscience, find the accused guilty. This is terrible. However you decide, your verdict must be unanimous. So you park there. You got a ticket, a hundred dollar oh ticket. Oh my god! I can't believe he tells the story. And then GK what he money. does? GK, this was Uncle Ted. Weren't you coaching the team at the time? I was. That's how far back we're going on this one. Man, this is some bullshit. He was coaching Lauren's team at the time. What's that got to do with family? You, family. I was an eighteen year old punk. So GK, so he 
parks in a handicapped spot. Oh, my God. He gets a ticket. Do you have the right to remain an attorney? Did you say that you have the right to be an attorney? You do have the right to be an attorney if you want to. Oh, my God. And then he calls me, screaming at me. I was 18. Yeah, calls me up and screaming at me and says, because I parked in a handicapped spot, you, Uncle Ted, have to pay my $100 ticket. Man, this is some bullshit. Yeah, because you know why? You're you're playing soccer in a place that doesn't have enough parking. Where am I going to park? Walk. 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 Oh, my God. You know that walking and running you were talking about earlier? Yeah. You could have been doing that. that exercising? Right. Well, the reason why I did that, and I'm going to tell you right now, and we really should get a police officer on with us. We will. I would love to, and I want to ask him this question about handicap parking. And 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 I'm going to say right now, you know, Definitively, that I do not park in parking in, in handicapped parking space any, lo- any longer. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Do you understand the rights I have just read to you? When was the last time? 18? When I was 18 years old. Okay, so, that was, so that was 60 years ago. Sarah, oh, that's not that far. Oh, but oh, anyway, sorry. I'm you know, bad with math. I want to ask police officers how many people people do they catch on a daily basis that are parking in handicapped spots that don't belong there the more you know the further you go they don't give tickets today they don't give tickets right no way no way they do not and i why don't we right. ask our listening audience to send us an email? Okay, fine. Have you ever gotten a ticket inside a uh, handicapped parking space and you didn't belong there? Uh, email us at UncleTedCigarShed at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at UncleTedShed. We want to follow all of that. Or have you ever actually seen somebody? Are you a police officer? Do you give tickets for people that are parking in uh, handicapped spots? It's a great question, right? So or, there you go. or do you park in handicapped spots even if you don't get a ticket? <laughs> do you do? Is that a habit of yours? All right, but I agree with GK Money. Yeah. I don't think that they do that. I don't think. And how they do they even know? Too much other stuff. To, well, you got to sit there and park right. and wait for the people to come out. That's right. And, and they're how not many doing people it. are going to catch? And you got to challenge a, them. Right. It's right. a two hundred and fifty dollars fine. Now it yeah. says it right on the thing, but I, I never. I, I never do it, so. I'm telling you, please, I, GK Money, you know a lot of police officers, not because yeah. you've been arrested, but because you right. know a lot of people in the community. Right. Well, right. I don't know he hasn't been arrested. <laughs> GK no, Money, haven't. you ever been arrested? Never. All right, we'll go into that later. You want to get arrested? <laughs> oh, depends on the officer. Oh. Ask me female. Am I the only, Uncle Ted, you ever been arrested? Never. So I'm the only one, Lauren, you ever been arrested? Nope. No, so I'm how, the only one. How many times one? have you been arrested, T? Four times. What, what, what? Wow. <laughs> I have had handcuffs on my wrist four times. Have you ever, ever been locked up in a cell? Yeah, just a holding cell, not like a real jail. It's like the holding. Was cell. there somebody in there with you at the time? No, luckily I've always been in my in the holding cell alone. Right, I, I've been I've been handcuffed to the wall twice. Oh my! Um, I was I I, I was uh, put in a holding cell twice without handcuff, handcuffs, but I had I had handcuffs going into the police police station. Right, they got it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, I want to know if anybody's ever been arrested, put in a cell <laughs> yeah. with another person. Oh, yeah, and then the other person says, "Today's your lucky day." <laughs> Don't go with that oh joke. boy! No. Do you yeah, want to be yeah, the wife no. or do you want to be the husband? Oh yeah, let's. Oh let's yes. <laughs> I know where this is going. Oh yes. I don't know Uncle Ted that well, but I, please, I definitely know please, where he's going. Please, please, All I'm saying, please, okay. please. So I want to get a police officer on, and I want to find out about handicap spots, because I don't think that they even give tickets for that. I really don't. That's going to be an episode in itself. All right, guys, so we move on. So there we go. We caught up with each other, and uh, now we go into uh, GK Money. You're up, buddy. You know what we're doing right now, right? Yep, absolutely. Today in History. Today in History. Now, GK Money. 
You've been hitting home runs, bro. I home mean, runs. honestly, you really have. Dude, the Twinkie episode, how great was that? Toasted that was almond, good humor. <laughs> Let me oh tell you this. Oh, my God, the ice cream. Oh, the ice cream. I had oh. to put, put on ice. There's only one word I can say to this. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, and I still got that Twinkie sitting in my house. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> you, didn't say, I'm glad you didn't say it was something else. Uh, <laughs> remember Kelly? Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll need, that, I'll need it tonight when I go home. I just caught that. I just caught that. Yeah, I got it. Remember, mine's intellectual humor. Cousin Kevin was here for the Twinkie one. Dude, his eyeballs popped out. He was super excited. He's like, he I haven't had a Twinkie in yet in forever. Yeah, that was his dinner. It was his dinner. Because Uncle Ted wouldn't feed him. Nah. All right, here we go, Juk. Hit it up. June 2nd, 1935. Babe Ruth retired. There's been so many lovely things said about me, and I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to thank everybody. Thank you. He did retire that wow. day. He did retire. As yes. we all know, GK Money's a big Yankee fan. Yeah. He uh, always gives us some kind of Yankee stat in today in history. Always. The Bambino himself. And speaking of Superman, Uncle Ted. Yeah. Oh, is this another one? Are we moving on? Hold on a second. Today yeah. in history. June 1st, 1938. Superman made his first appearance in the comics. Holy cow. 1938. Wow. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Wow. Thank God we did not ask him. Uh, ask a, 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 uh, Avi Loeb, uh, the, the Superman Not question. Superman. Right. Exactly. Well, now that we know it's a historical event, we should have asked him. <laughs> yeah. Let's call him back up. Let's see what he no, says. No, we're not uh, doing that. Wait, so wait, what year was that for, for the first uh, Superman comic? 1938. 1938. Yeah. Wow. So, so he's so, been around for forever. So, so the comic comes out first, right? And yep. then it's the movie. Yeah. Right, yep. Ted? That's right. Yep. Right. Yep. So, or, or was it the black and white TV show, which came no, out? No, the, the comic had to come out first. Comic came out first. All right, so they had to yeah. build a following, then they had, had yes, the show. All right, so Superman movie. comic comes out, and then it was the TV show, the black and white TV show, right? That's right. Yep. Christopher and Reeves. That's correct. No, he wasn't no, the first. Not, uh, George Reeves. It wasn't, wait, hold on a second. I Who was know. the first Superman? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it was George Reeve. George Reeve. Was he the father of Christopher Reeve? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's yeah. look that up. Come on, let's get on the computer there. Oh, who brought up Superman? <laughs> I brought up Superman, but I wasn't prepared for that question. Come on, I now. just, I just gave you the history of Wait, it. Wait, this uh, is a good history uh, question. Uncle Ted's gonna look it up. Uncle Ted, look it up right now. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Is George Reeve Christopher Reeve's uh, father, and who was the first Superman to ever play or ever don the coat? Is that how they say it? Who was yeah. the first to don the coat? The cape. Cape. Right. Yeah. Who was the first to don the cape? Well, it's George Reeves. It was George Reeves. Yep. He was born on January 5th, 1914. Wow. And so, he passed away at a young age. Uh, he passed away in 1959. Wait, was he the one? Wow. Did he commit suicide? Oh, I, I don't know I, when. I think he did. No, for real. You got to look I, that up. This is big time. For real. I think he did. One of the Superman actors, he couldn't get, but the way I heard it was that he couldn't get past the fact that he was Superman and he couldn't get any other roles and then he committed suicide. That's what I heard. I don't know. That's what I heard. Is that true? That's what I heard. 
Uh oh, crickets. Mm. No? I'll look it up. Crickets. <laughs> Oh, see, GK Money did his homework, did his research. He would have had all of yeah, it. Yeah, GK Money, what's up? With I that? wasn't prepared for the questions. <laughs> well, how could you not ask these questions? This is important. Who was the first one? We know it was George Reeve. And was George, is it George Reeve or George Reeves? Reeves. Reeves. And was George Reeves Christopher Reeves' uh, father? The answer to that is definitely no. He was not. So it's just coincidence. Oh, wow. They had the same last name. That's a great and interesting. Christopher Reeve was Superman. That's right, Chris. Later on, but now who was the one that committed suicide? Well, George Reeves, at the age of forty-five, was found dead in his upstairs bedroom on June 6, nineteen fifty-nine. There you go. Okay. With a single gunshot wound to his there you head. Go. Yep. To your right. And the police concluded, fact-based, mm-hmm. the cause of death was suicide. And the planet that Superman was from? Yeah. He was from the planet Krypton. 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 Yeah. And that planet was doomed. Oh, so he entire planet. So he was an alien. He was an alien. He was. So who was the Superman after Christopher? No, after George Reeves died. Then then who becomes Superman? (laughs) What? These are a lot of questions. You love research. I agree, Uncle. This is a big deal. Come on, we are still in the middle of today in history. Come on, it's a big deal, man. When you do this, you can't do this uh, bullshit. What do we mean? We need to know these. You want me to call Billy from Rockaway? Well, I don't think there was a Superman number two on TV. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you mean? So after he kills himself, then that's it? It just stops? Yeah, I think so. Let's find out. Hold on. Yeah, you know how to Google? No. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Just Google it. That's what I'm doing, you Bobo. My name's Billy Rockway. What's your name? Tony from Lighthouse Cars. Tony! Well, hey, how are you? Oh, 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 good. Uh, you want to talk to Homer Simpson? <laughs> this is so much fun. Now I know what it's like <laughs> when you and Uncle Teddy do this. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> His mustache is turning. That doesn't bother me. Unless you're Rockway. Up your butt. Nasty. I'm gonna throw up. Anyway, there are 52. There are 52. Now back to our program. There are 52 episodes of Superman, and they all took place in Perry White's office. Okay. Okay. And. So who? So okay. So Superman one was George Reeves, then it was who? So, uh, well, this, they got the sequence wrong because George Reeves was the actor in uh, in the movies, but okay. there's Christopher Reeve. Uh, they, they say Dean Kane, Tom. I got to check this all out. Dean Tom. Kane, no, that Dean Kane was in like a, some kind of TV series about Superman. No, that's not that. He's not. He there was no way. This is who played Superman, live action or animation? What is the Superman timeline? Well, I'm telling you. Google doesn't have their act together here. GK Money, don't we want to know what the Superman timeline is? Hey, he's disappointing us. Well, Uncle Ted, while you look it up. Uh, we'll be back right after these messages. terrible. 
The TV series, it was just, it was just George. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. Now, back to our program. All right, let's go back. Back to Uncle Ted. Okay. okay, now, back okay. To Uncle what Ted. did you find out? The TV series <laughs> yes. had one Superman. And who was it? George Reeves. Yeah. So it was George Reeves. That's it. For TV. For TV. And then? What Google's saying, they've got Dean Kane, Brandon Routh, Tom Welling, Bud Collier, George Re- I don't know what he's ordered. Their orders are wacky. Henry Cavell, Christopher Reeve. Very, very good job, Uncle Ted. Yes. Okay. Great we, job. We go back to... Oh, my God. There's your Superman lesson. And now back to... Uh, Today Mike. in history. Two more quick things. Okay. Two quick. This is for 40 minutes already. <laughs> Well, because you, it took yeah. you, it yeah, took because you, you six weren't pre- hours. You weren't prepared. You got to be prepared next. It, it took was, you six hours to look it up. I yeah. mean, normally me and T will look something yeah. up. We'll yeah. have answers within thirty oh, seconds. Yeah. We, 30 see your, seconds. we see your answers. You got the one headline there. We are always That's prepared. it. But we know what we're talking about. <laughs> June first, two thousand ten. Homer Simpson is named the best TV character. Beat out Harry Potter and Buffy. The wow, Vampire Slayer. that's pretty cool. Dude, you think Homer about Simpsons. the Simpsons, they, they been on the, forever. They are the longest running yes. uh, sitcom on television right yes. now. Yes. Wow. Yep. And they're like, dude, I think there's like 32 episodes, 30, 32 seasons or something like that. Just amazing. They, Uncle Ted, why don't you look that up? How many uh, uh, seasons has the Simpsons oh, been God, in? Oh, God. I got another question. <laughs> I, gotta go, I, I want to be to sleep by, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I got to get I So get, you brought up Homer Simpson. Yes. Who, who are the voices behind Homer Simpson, GK? <laughs> I did know that, but I don't have my uh, my Google He's with me. He's going after you now, man. He's I know. going after you because he says you're not prepared. All right, the next thing today in history, uh, <laughs> let's strike that for the record. Uh, in history. <laughs> uh, we got her all friends. Uh, May 31st, 1977, the Alaska Pipeline is completed. Wow, that's a big 800 deal. 800 miles connecting oil fields in the in Alaska to the seaport of Valdez in the Gulf of Alaska. That's a very big deal. There you go. Very big deal. I like that one. That's very good. Thank you very so, much. She came That's all I have. Oh, that's it? That's it. Oh, we're, you know what? Listen, it was so good. I really, you're still hitting home runs. It was oh. awesome. What, what, what? Hey, home runs. I had, to, I, just, I had to do all the research and fill, in, fill all the data in. Listen. Well, because you're a chairman. Right. That's, that's what the chairmen okay, have to future, do. Right, in the future, right. tell me what you're going to do. I'll ask you the questions. You can look them up okay, before good. we get to the podcast. All right, good. Perfect. You're <laughs> in. No problem. Okay. Lord, how much fun are you having already? Lord, is this great? Yeah, I'm having a blast. See, are you, are see, you coming back next Friday? I'll be back next Friday. See, <laughs> see, this is what happens when, like, two weeks we're texting and talking on the phone and we don't get together. It's just pure and, love. And, of course, we're drinking a lot in Sun Uncle Ted Shits. We're yeah. having a good time. Pure love. That concludes... Today in history. Very nice. And since we don't have any more email... Uh, we don't really have any more and anything else to really go over. We've had a great podcast, so I, I guess we can kind of uh, just end things, right, Uncle Ted? Right, GK? Hey, no, we, no, have, no, we have nothing else. We're no, good. We're oh, what good. a great podcast! Let's end it with this. This was a great uh, podcast. Absolutely. Well, well, is whoa, whoa. Else speaking? Hey, pump the brakes, boys. Wait, what happened? What was Uncle Ted's what? comedy club? Oh, oh okay. we've we received so many emails about how that. How can we forget? You know, there was a request for me to put together an album. 
of all these terrific jokes. There is not. You're the really? only one that wants to make this stupid album. Nobody's requesting an album of your jokes. Wait, no. Wait, wait a second. No, there is. It was the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was the aliens. To our listeners, if you want us to create an album, why don't you write to us at Uncle Ted's Cigar Shed at gmail.com or on Instagram at Uncle Ted's Shed. Nobody wants to hear a joke album of how the fight started. Nobody. And I begged of you guys. I said, I even said to you, Uncle Ted, I said, look, for the next 25 episodes, can't we come up with another, like, another slogan? Instead of that's how the fight started, it could be something else. Didn't I say that? Yeah, I you, begged of you. you. That, went, that went one ear and out the other. Yeah, you tried. These are terrific. Oh, jokes. well, here we go. And then. these are real life examples. They're not just jokes. Oh, my God. And about Billy and Lucy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Well, no, hold on a second. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a two-drink minimum inside Uncle Ted's Shed. Ladies, get in for half price. No, is there a ladies get in for free? Ladies, get in for free. Ladies, get in for free. Half price. Right, that's right. Drinks for half price. Ladies, get in for free. And uh, by the way, uh, we do want to say that the Uncle Ted Cigar Shed is also sponsored by Custom Candle Co. Check them out. CustomCandleCo.com. Father's Day is right around the corner. Get your dad something special. Check them out at CustomCandleCo.com. Thank you, Marcy Mafredonia. On that note, how was that? Is that good? Mm-hmm. Good. You think should we be happy with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I don't think we're happy with the, the screwing around part with Uncle Ted Shed. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you fumbled in there. You fumbled it. You well, dropped the ball. I fumb- how did I fumble? Well, go it's back a- to go back to the videotape replay. <laughs> oh, you're making uh, me edit. I'll, I'll make up for it in a commercial. It's a two drink minimum. I got the whole thing in there, right? Two drink minimum. No, you said did they get in for free? Or did they get half price? Who knows? Okay, fine. Okay, let's do it all over again. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, of course, we're going into inside, inside Uncle Ted's. Uh, see, now you look, I'm messing up. Now I got to go back. Now he's starting to double think right. and triple think now about I, it. I'm all over the place you now. You got to be prepared, man. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Inside Uncle Ted's Comedy Club, where, of course, the drinks are half price for the ladies. And, is it for the ladies or for the guys? Does everybody get half price drinks? No, <laughs> just for the girls. No, just for the girls. Oh, the girls get half price drinks. They get in for free and they get half price. Yeah. Dude, that is a bargain. Because we want to attract the guys to come in. Oh, my God. You, you want the ladies, because the ladies will laugh. At- Lauren, would you go to a place like that where you're getting half-priced drinks and you get it for free? Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, so you, you know where you got to go? You got to go to Uncle Ted's Cigar. Whatever. Comedy club. Let's comedy do that again. Club. You know where you got to go? You got to go to Uncle Ted's Comedy Club. Where, of course, the ladies get in for half price and they get in. No, ladies get in for free. Sir, listen to what you're saying. Let's do it all over. You are, oh my God, 26 episodes. You had it down. Now you're fumbling. This is 30 years of radio business here. He is fumbling. I've got nothing left to say. Nothing left to say. This is too much. Do it again. You got to ask. Wow. What a crazy night. Who is this man? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now going inside Uncle Ted's Comedy Club, where, of course, the ladies get it for free, and they get half-priced drinks, so come on in. And, by the way, if you'd like, you can stop in and see Marcy Manfredonia. Marcy Manfredonia at CustomCandleCo.com. Father's Day is right around the corner. Get get your dad something special at CustomCandleCo.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here he is. He's on stage. It's Uncle Ted. Hey, thank you very much, and thank you for that warm welcome. And I call this segment, and that's how the fight started. I mean, honestly, please, I beg of you to please come up with another tagline. I this, beg of these you. are fantastic. I get many requests for this. Oh, my God. Here we Excuse go. me. You're, you're, uh, I'm heckling you. Get yes. the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for that warm welcome. And I yes. call this segment, and that's how the fight started. So Lucy walks out of the shower, winks at Billy, and says, Honey, I shaved myself down there. Do you know what that means? What's it mean? <laughs> Billy says, Yeah. It means you clogged the drain again. And that's how the fight started. 
They love it. They love it. They love they it. They love They're it. laughing. They yeah. like it. Yeah, Billy's wife, Lucy, being a romantic type, sent Billy a text saying, if you're sleeping, send me your dreams. If you're laughing, send me a smile. Mm. If you're drinking, send me a sip. I mm. love you, babe. Billy, not the romantic type, replied, I'm on the toilet. Please advise. <laughs> and that's how the fight started. It's great. It's great. Hey, Billy has been especially chatty all day, and now in bed, he asked Le- uh, Lucy, Babe, do I please you? Lucy says, Yes, of course you do. Billy says, Tell me more. Lucy says, Well, I really love that thing you do with your mouth. Billy says, Really? What mm. thing is that? Lucy says, when you shut the hell up and go to sleep. Oh, well, that's And that's life. how the fight started. Yeah. And there you go. Hey, it was a pleasure to be with you here. And that is how Uncle Ted tells his jokes, and that's how the fight started. Right there inside Uncle Ted's Comedy Club. And if, if you have a comedy club and you'd like to have Uncle Ted there on stage, after 27 episodes, we're begging for you to please bring him up on stage. Can, I got can, a million of them. Can one comedy club please invite Uncle Ted? Hit us up on email at UncleTedCigarShed.gmail.com, Instagram at Uncle Ted Shed, or at Twitter at Uncle Ted Shed. He is available. And his schedule's very flexible. Very flexible. Super flexible. <laughs> We'll even drive them. <laughs> and that's how the fight started. So there you go. Guys, I got to tell you, man, it really wasn't a bad episode, right? Did I, Did we not come through? It was It was, It was. was great. It, it was, was different, and it was. I, I enjoyed it. I got to tell you, it was out of this world. It I know. Was, it was I, out of, I agree. This was our UFO episode, and it was absolutely awesome. Thank you again to Avi Loeb, uh, the professor from Harvard. What an amazing interview we had there. Uh, and uh, honestly, thank you to you guys for uh, listening to us. GK Money, great job with uh, Today in History. I thought it was fantastic. And you really knocked it thank out of the Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uncle Ted, uh, the jokes. Just, oh, awesome jokes. Awesome jokes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, really listen, they're always awesome. We do have some big news. So next week's episode, our very first live episode. How cool is that? That's going to be great. Let's tell our audience where we're going. We are going to be in Edison, New Jersey. We will be at Ray Katina on Saturday, June the 12th at Ray Katina. They are having a massive, massive Porsche event where GK Money, my Uncle Ted and I, will be test driving Porsche cars, brand new Porsches. Hey, wow. if you want to see us, where do they come? You got to come by. It's uh, Ray Katina right there on Route 1 in Edison, New Jersey. You can't miss it. It's that massive, massive car dealership. It's got every single car you ever needed right there on Route 1 in Edison, New Jersey. June the 12th, that'll be next Saturday. So we're not doing a podcast on Friday night. We're going to do it on Saturday uh, afternoon from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Perfect. That's going to be great. That's also going to be nice. Yeah, it'll be nice to meet people, to come by. So if you're a big fan of the Uncle Ted Shed and you want to come by and say hi, then, uh, you know, please stop by and see us there. Again, uh, June 12th, Saturday, outside of uh, Ray Katina in Edison, New Jersey. Great. Very good. Okay. So, again, on that note, we are shutting down. We're out of here. Episode 27 in the books. We're finished. You want to reach out to us, hit us up at Uncle Ted Cigar Shed at gmail.com. Email us. I'm sorry. Instagram us at Uncle Ted Shed and Twitter at Uncle Ted Shed as well. (laughs) I've had too many cigars and too many drinks. Oh nice. Must God. be that Liga you're smoking. It could be the Liga. It could be the Liga. Or that's free cigar. He's the- no, he was okay on that one. Oh, okay. I'm Greg T. GK Money. Good night, America. Uncle Ted. Hey, whatever time you're listening to us, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, we thank you for making us part of your lives. Have a great day. There you go. And we will see you again next Saturday, June 12th, Ray Katina in Edison, New Jersey, for the big Porsche event from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. Stop by and say hi. And until then, we will see you soon. This has been another Uncle Ted Shed podcast show event. Thank you to iHeartRadio. We be out of here. Light them up.
Hey, this is GK Money. Father's Day is here. Get that something unique, like his favorite bottle of liquor turned into a custom candle. Cut and polished, that afterburn will be a keepsake. Go to customcandleco.com or call 914-218-8357. A memory you'll never forget. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.